Thank you for tuning in to Wove Inspiration Podcast with host Althea Richardson. Wove stands for Women of Vision and Excellence, and the mission is to inspire, encourage, and uplift women and the men who love them to becoming all they were predestined to be. And it starts with restoration. Sarah lives in Utah and she is a diehard fantasy nerd that cannot stop talking about dragons and anime. Sarah is the author of a young adult fantasy romance novel called Stone Cold. And we are going to be just having a whole bunch of conversation on anime because I'm a fan of anime as well and a lot of other things that you're interested in. So, but let's go ahead and get this conversation started. Sarah, thank you so much for being on Wove Inspiration. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. Tell the audience just a little bit more about yourself and what you are into. Okay. Well, I'm a senior in high school. Well, I've, by the time this will have come out, I have been, I will have been graduated already. So, that's awesome. I'm going to college yeah. in the fall. I'm going to BYU. That's going to be interesting. Uh, other than other than what was said in the bio, that that that's basically it. I just love writing and I love fantasy and adventure. I'm always down for a good story. I really like singing and music too. That's another one of my passions. Mm-hmm. And that, that's it. I, I like learning and going to school. I'm going to be really sad when I don't have high school anymore. <laughs> now, what is it about high school that you're going to miss? It's just really easy and simple, like sitting down in the classroom and, and the teachers are really friendly. The classes are smaller and they say hi to you. Mm-hmm. So probably the relationship with the teachers is what I'm going to miss. Yeah. And some of your friends and as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Now, you, <laughs> you've you actually written six novels, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. And, and so, talk to me about your latest uh, novel that you have written. It's called Stone Cold. What's that about? It's about a kingdom where everyone wears enchanted stones that take away emotion. But there are some people that the stones don't work on, and those people are... Um, those people are executed. They're hunted down and executed because they don't value emotion. They think it's useless. They think it's dangerous. So they don't want those people in their society. So the main character is the princess of the kingdom, and she happens to be one of those people that the stones don't work on. So she's antisocial. She's really worried and anxious about if she's going to be discovered or not. She has to pretend to be emotionless, and all this pressure is on her specifically because she's the princess. She's royalty. Everyone's everyone's looking at her. And the book is basically her journey dealing with emotions and learning how to express herself and making friends while still remaining in this extremely hostile environment. Okay, that's really interesting. So what made you decide to write that book? What What's the, the backstory behind it? Well, I wrote the book when I went into... Um, when I went into an author program called the Calliope Inner Circle and uh, a New York Times bestselling author basically 
took all the students and taught us how to write a book. And that was the book that I had throughout the program. And I got the idea from the fact that I really like sci-fi and dystopian books a lot. I love it when there is a government that's oppressing people or this some sort of broken society, especially when it has to deal with emotions, humanity, life, things like that. <laughs> that That's always the most fascinating. And so I took that and put it into a setting that was more fantasy-like, which was a medieval kingdom. And that was where I got the idea from. Okay. So a lot of it having to do with what we're dealing with today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely on point. So are any of the characters, some characters that you can relate to? Definitely the main character. Okay. Definitely the main character. Because I wrote this when I was 15. It takes a long time to put out a book. And when I was 15, I was a precious child who was in my first year of high school. Technically, first year of high school. High school building. And I didn't really have any friends. And I was just kind of meandering about. And I had extreme social anxiety. I still have that. It's a little bit better. But back then, extreme social anxiety. So... The main character deals with that and deals with people and learning how to express herself and being fine with who she is. And that character arc really resonated with me as a 15-year-old. And still now, it, it really helped me uh, be like, okay, it's fine to just be yourself and let yourself feel. And that, that was really fun for me to experience. Yeah, I'm sure it was. And as a young adult or a, even a young author, how were you able to get through all of the obstacles that you had to go through as a pup to get your book published? It was it was really hard. I'm sure, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, in in the program that I went through, um, this this author basically taught us how to pitch novels and how to write novels. So it, it was really nice because we had that credibility with publishing agents and I was able to get published that way. I did have to be the only teenage student in a class of 30 and 40 and 50 year olds. So wow. that was interesting. Uh, but my dad was with me. That was really nice. I, I went through it with him. He was able to support me and Basically, throughout this entire process, he's just been amazing. And my mom, too, and a whole lot of people have been really nice. That That's just been amazing. Yeah. But I did have to have a lot of conversations with adults over Zoom and over the phone. And that's the worst kind of conversations over the phone. When you can't, <laughs> when you don't have a script of what to say and you can't mm -hmm. read the person's expression. So you don't mm -hmm. know if whatever you're saying really is is getting to them. That was, yeah, so I had to go through that <laughs> and marketing and knocking on people's doors and, and oh my gosh, I, I, I was basically going around my neighborhood and I was knocking on people's doors and I was like, hey, hey there, you want to buy my book? I'm a stranger. Don't kill me. <laughs> yeah, that marketing part, I'm pretty sure is, is, I mean, that marketing in and of itself is difficult, especially when you're trying to do a whole lot of um, social media as well, that in and of itself is a job by itself. Yeah. So I, I didn't even have Instagram or Facebook beforehand. Wow. Only, only teenager in maybe my entire school that didn't have Instagram, Snapchat, Pinterest, TikTok, anything like that. Okay. So 
And you just went door to door, just promoting your book to your neighbors. I mean, how, how did that process work for you? Well, yeah, I just I just went through and and sold my book in the neighborhood. And I've been going to farmers markets and I got some advice from the from the leader of the publishing company, Morgan James, saying that podcasts were a great way to promote a fantasy book and meet new people and find friends. So that's what I've been doing. That is amazing. And yeah, because with with today's, you know, technology and everything, and we're able to, you know, show a lot more on social media and everything for you to actually work your your book out there, going to people, looking at them face to face and just that connection with people in general, that should be the way to go. But unfortunately... <laughs> We've gone to a whole nother <laughs> yeah, level. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that is awesome. So how do you create new worlds that captivate readers? Well, I usually do fantasy. That's my genre. That's my niche. And I know a lot of things that fantasy reading people like, at least well, things that I like. And I'm a fantasy reader and I've talked to my friends. And uh, I've read a whole lot. I've read a ridiculous amount. Reading is amazing. And so I take inspiration from things that I read about and I find characters that I really like. I just try to find what works and what's selling well. And then I can make a world that I really enjoy. And a world that is immersive, has a whole lot of different people and a whole lot of different motives, just like very versatile. There's like religion economy <laughs> you, you have to make a civilization basically and the more details sure. you put in the more immersive and, and fun it is for a reader to enjoy wow that that's awesome that's a good way to do it too i'm actually learning something by the way <laughs> that is really <laughs> awesome for real what what is it about anime because i am connecting with a lot of young people where i work and also my my young adults here are into anime. So what is it about anime that makes it so popular? Okay, well, um, me, personally, personal preference, I love animation so much. Animation is beautiful, it's breathtaking, and it makes real life just look wonderful and amazing. But the problem with that is that a lot of stuff that's animated is for kids and not really like engaging serious plot lines. Uh, I, I did find a whole lot of shows like Avatar, The Last Airbender, shows like that, that, that are animated, but are really enjoyable. But I did exhaust the list of shows that I had and I watch a lot of TV. And then I discovered this thing called anime, which is beautifully animated stories that are for adults and for teenagers that have a little bit more serious plot line. And that was really fun for me. And I really liked it. And one thing about anime is that it's from Japan and they have different types of stories over there. So I was used to all these different tropes, characters, plot lines in quote unquote Western fiction that, that were just boring to me. I'd seen them before. I needed new material. And so to to experience something from a different culture and more different types of stories, that was really awesome. And it gave me new ideas. And it was just really fun to experience 
how a story can be different. It doesn't have to be a chosen one or someone who starts out weak and then goes out and defeats a dark lord. It, it can be anything. And that was that was really fun. Well, that's a good explanation for me because I was always like, okay, what is it specifically about anime that has made it? It seems like in the last, I want to say three or four years, it's just like went to a whole nother level in popularity. Mm -hmm. So, and I, yeah. I like a lot of the, like the, uh, the airbender. I used to watch that show as well on Netflix. So I, I know a little bit about it. <laughs> for sure. Well, Avatar The Last Airbender is actually styled after anime. So I guess, I guess that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's why it's amazing. Well, that's not all why it's amazing, but it does have a lot of tropes from anime that, I really like and the fights are good in anime. Exactly. Yeah. It, that's 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 basically 90% why people watch because the fights are always really enjoyable. There are new power systems and it's it's fun. Mhm. Mm so as a young author who I mean <laughs> having written six novels and everything, what suggestions can you offer to not only young adults, but adults about the tenacity and the want to write books. Okay, let's see. It is really hard to write a book and get started writing a book. You have to get an idea and you have to get yourself motivated. And sometimes you don't find the time and that's just really hard. So one thing that I found that's really useful is to get people that are in your circle of friends or your family members to support you and kind of motivate you. A writing group is amazing. I, I have all of my friends now that are also authors and I bounce ideas off of them and it's, and it's really great and they can motivate me to write. <laughs> so that's one piece of advice. And another, if you're just feeling stuck and you just can't get a chapter down, one, one thing that I found is, is if I think, okay, Sarah, if you write one chapter, you can watch X amount of episodes from this TV show. Okay. <laughs> like reward yourself after every chapter. That that's one way that I found how to do it. And I am very much addicted to TV. <laughs> yeah. So it works out for me. Definitely. Uh, do you have any other new projects that you're currently working on? Oh, definitely. I'm working on like 15 projects at once holy cow basically. okay <laughs> you, you, you never if you're if you're an artist or an author you never really finish anything you just move on to something else that is the next thing to captivate your interest yeah definitely <laughs> yeah, i like i'm supposed to be working on the sequel to the book that i've already published but sequels are hard so i'm coming up with more ideas that are more enjoyable for me so <laughs> okay and you, since you had mentioned that you're an avid book reader, what is your favorite book and why? That is really hard, uh, but a whole lot of people have asked me that question. <laughs> so I have an answer that I am satisfied with. <laughs> uh, and that is Six of Crows by Leigh Bardugo. Okay. I love that book a whole lot. Have you heard of it? Um, no, I actually haven't. What, what is it about? Okay. Um, it's basically Magical Ocean's Eleven. That's that's the tagline for the book. Okay. Uh, a little bit. That's how people describe it. It's about these. Um, it's about these six roguish type people, thieves, stuff like that, um, who are hired to go to a different country and rescue someone from a prison and bring that person back. And once they bring that person back, they get a whole lot of money. 
So the entire book is basically one big heist. <laughs> okay. okay. And it's awesome. I love it. I love it so much because I really like smart characters. I love heists and people coming together and doing that. I love Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I like all of those. Of, yeah. So, but, that, so that type of book is just completely geared to my own nerdy interests and, and <laughs> personal pleasures. So you like a lot of action movies as well. And what's yes. the best movie? So what is the best movie you think is a, the best adaptation of a movie from a book? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> well, uh, it just so happens that one of my favorite movies of all time is a book adaptation, and that is How to Train Your Dragon. I love How to Train Your Dragon. Okay. <laughs> I like that I one as well. And it's what, are there, is there more than one? There's um, uh, How to Train a Dragon 1 and 2? Uh, the, the movies? Yes. Yeah, uh, okay. there's a lot, actually. Uh, there's <laughs> <laughs> me being a total nerd about this. Okay, uh, there's, there's the first movie, the second movie, and the third movie. So okay. just a trilogy. And then a whole lot of different side series that you can go into that are all good, like, Race to the Edge, Riders of Berg, Defenders of Berg, those those different series. Yeah. It, it, there's not actually a lot. And then just the book series that I didn't even know existed. I didn't I didn't know that it was based off of a book series, but it is, so you can read the books too. Okay. Now I'm gonna because uh, I'm a big fan of like the Hobbits movies, the Twin Towers, all the whole series. So what's your take on on those types of movies? Like Lord of the Rings, Lord of Star the Rings. Wars, like the Lord of the Rings is the one that I really like, and the fact that they then went to doing the Hobbit series, and then the final one that they did was just phenomenal, especially all the graphics and everything. So, do you watch any of those types of movies? No, no. <laughs> Yes, I'm an avid fantasy fan and reader, and I've never read or watched Lord of the Rings. I probably should get to wow. that. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, that one you definitely need to check out because it is yeah, yeah. awesome, <laughs> for sure. So, Sarah, do you have any last words for our listening audience to encourage and inspire them to become writers? Let's see. Well... I've discovered that writing is really, really helpful when dealing with anxiety and depression. If you have a lot of bad thoughts that you're just dealing with, it's really, it's really nice to just sit down and write. And you don't have to put in the effort to make up a whole new world or characters or a plot line or anything. You can just sit down and journal and write down your thoughts or do poetry. <laughs> writing at all is just soothing and it really helps you and you can be concise with your feelings and it's kind of like a journey of self-discovery. You can, you can learn stuff and it, it's, it's been really really nice for me <laughs> i i got through high school by doing that awesome advice definitely sarah thank you so much for sharing your words of wisdom with your writing and congratulations on everything that you're doing congratulations when this comes out you will be a graduate and I Yay. look forward to seeing, uh, actually, where can we find your book so we can have people purchase your book as well? Okay. Well, it's on Amazon and Barnes Noble and basically anywhere you could buy a book. That's, 
the thing that's really nice about being traditionally published instead of self-published because it it goes everywhere <laughs> you uh, can buy it anywhere that's awesome so sarah again thank you so much for being on wove inspiration and sharing your wealth of information i appreciate you thank you <laughs> hey you guys this is althea with wove inspiration podcast you have a good day take care god bless Hey, this is Althea, host and producer of Wove Inspiration Podcast. Wove Inspiration features women and the men who love them, who use their voice to share their stories of overcoming obstacles in life. Everyone has a story, some good, some not so good. The common factors for guests on Wove Inspiration are their solutions and their victorious endings. You can follow us and leave a comment on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Wove Inspiration. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other platform you listen to podcasts.